0: Like I said, uh, I've been teaching this this class on Genesis for a little while now, and we've made it from chapter 1 all the way up to this point here in chapter 19. Um, On Sunday, before we closed out, we were somewhere within verses 4 to 8, so we're just going to pick up in the thought process there. We'll reread that in just a minute, but up to this point uh, in Genesis, well, the end of last chapter uh, end of chapter 18 there we have Abraham standing before the Lord uh and basically asking him because the Lord had presented to him what they were about to do how that he had two angels that were going down into the the city of Sodom and that they were going to uh search out what was happening and basically uh see for themselves exactly what's going on and 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 if everything's to to that point, and they were, he was going to destroy the city. Um, and Abraham goes, you know, stands before the the people of the city, and and you, know, before well before God, but for the people of the city, and and asking, he says, well, you know, what if there was fifty people that were that were righteous? You know, would you spare the city for fifty? And and we talked about it last week, and or on Sunday, and how that he dwindled down from 50 all the way down to 10 people. And we discussed a few different reasons on why that might have been. But um, but anyhow, we got down to 10 people that he was going to, you know, that God agreed that if there was 10 righteous within the whole city, then he would spare the city. So um, after that, we go on into chapter 19. And the first uh, little bit, we have the two angels coming in. Uh, to the city. We see Lot sitting at the gate of the city. Uh, So it was what we made reference of on Sunday, how that um, we see the progression of Lot here, how that to begin with, when he had split from Abraham, he went and pitched his tent toward Sodom. And now we see him not only living in Sodom, but actually having a, a house in Sodom and sitting on the gate. And we talked about are uh, sitting at the gate of the city and we talked about how that uh, usually you have the uh, the high ranking people or some somebody with uh with some kind of a, uh prominence within the city uh, who's going to sit at the gate uh, along with others uh, we talked about how that it's it, it was at the gate that most of these towns back in this time period would have uh, Almost like a courthouse situation at the same time, you know, for any kind of situations that might come about, uh, about with that. So, lot sitting at the gate um, is is pretty significant there. Uh, matter of fact, somebody had a uh, had a, a a comment or what have you. And I think they read it out of you know maybe a commentary out of the Bible or what have you. Maybe mentioned that it could be uh, that he was a he was a governor of some sort, some type of politician, in a sense. Uh, sitting there, and might be one reason why he continued to stay there, uh, and trying to help out the city in the sense and trying to bring them back to uh, what God wanted them to be. But um, the the well anyhow the he these angels come into the city, and Lot begs for them to uh, to come to his house, that he may you feed them and lodge them and they may be on their way the next day. We also talked about how that it's uh, most likely that Lot did not know the, the fact that these were two angels, but yet they were just two men that were walking within the city, and so Lot wanted to put them up. But these, these two men had, uh, had, to begin with, said, no, we're just going to stay out here in the, in the open uh, square of the city, but as we see, Lot had urged them and just really pleaded with them to come to, the, to his house um, and stay the night there. And so into verse 3 there, we have the men consenting, and they go to Lot's house. Uh, Lot feeds them, and they were about to go to bed. And I'm just going to reread verses 4 through 8, and we're going to continue on in our commentary on that as far as what's going on. But any thoughts or comments or questions that might have arise up to this point? Well, it it could have been, uh, although, uh, in, in my version, has it you're know, written out a little bit differently there, as far as in verse nine where it says, and he keeps acting as a judge. So I mean, I don't know if he's if it's like you said, referencing at that point in time is what's going on there in verse nine, as far as him. Acting as a judge, you know, don't be doing some, such an evil thing. Um, could be, but uh, but it, it very well could be that he had some, you know, high position there at the gate. Might you have something? Yeah. Right, right. That's a good good thought. And and going back and what we was talking about there in chapter eighteen. Yet, so it was definitely most likely just three men that came to Abraham, is what we were talked about, and and. What have you? I think there were some comments as far as how it might have been more that was with them or what have you. Um, but, yeah, so we have the two men here. But any, any other thoughts or comments before we read verses 4 through 8? All right. Well, picking up in verse 4, it says, now before, now before they laid down, the men of the city, the men of Sodom, both old and young, all the people from every quarter surrounded the house, and they called to Lot and said to him, Where are the men who came to you tonight? Bring them out uh, to us that we may know them carnally. So Lot went <clears throat> went out to them through the doorway, shut the door behind him, and said, Please, my brethren, do not do so wickedly. See now, I have two daughters who have not known a man. Please let let me bring them out to you, and you may do to them as you wish. Only do nothing to these men, since these, since this is the reason they came under the shadow of my roof. Now, I know we had read that on Sunday, um, but we didn't get through the whole, everything that I was wanting to talk about in these verses. So I was just going to kind of uh, pick up right there and continue to go through them. But as we... As we had made mention of on Sunday, just you reading through this, you find out that, for one, we have all the men from every quarter of the, of the city. So uh, if I'm correct in reading this and the way that I, I see this, this is everyone, every man within the city was here, was at uh, Lot's house at this point in time. And they were calling out to Lot for them for him to bring out uh, these two men that came, that were that he was lodging, he put up in his house. Now, I made mention of this on on Sunday that in my version it says that we may know them carnally. Um, not all versions say that. Um, I know I know the King James just says we may know that we may know them. Um, I think there might be another version or so out there that just says to know them. Um, but I think there is also other versions that talk about it, as far as in a sexual way as well. Um, but the word to know here is what Jim had brought out. Um, I think it was on Sunday, or maybe it was another time. I can't. I can't remember when he he brought this out. But anyhow, he he had brought out the fact that this this word to the to know uh, there in verse five the word know there is actually yada. Um, and it carries with it the idea of, 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 well, it's used many times, uh, within the old Testament in a sexual way, as far as to know them. When you go back into, uh, the creation account and God created Adam and Eve, and it says that Adam knew his wife, Eve, that was yada. He knew Eve. uh, uh And it's referencing in a sexual way as well uh but just a a side note of this is that if and the reason i point this out is because there's a there's people out there especially in this time and this this age now that tries to to bring this out to be something else other than a sexual knowing of them but yet to make it sound like that they're just going to have a a conversation or they're going to. uh, One thing that I'd read had made mention of because of the kings of Cateleomer, the people of the city thought that these men might have been spies, and so they were going to take them, wanted to know them. They wanted to know what they were there for. They wanted to sit down and to, to, um, uh, how do they put it, Uh, uh, interrogate them uh, as far as this goes. But that's not what this, this wording here is. Not to mention if we look at the fact that Lot offered up his two daughters uh, who had never known a man uh, to them, I mean, what other way would this be? I mean, why would that be uh, uh, even a, a possibility in that standpoint? Going along with that, though, he con- <clears throat> we continue to, to look into this when we find out. Oh hang on a second, I wanted to back up right there real quick. Uh because I wanted to bring out the aspect in Judges chapter nineteen, uh which is where we kind of left off at on Sunday. I thought it was funny I had it in my notes and uh and Valerie had actually had had brought it up on Sunday as far as Judges chapter nineteen. In Judges chapter nineteen we have a, a similar situation here. Uh, I'm not going to go there and read the whole thing, but just kind of give you a synopsis of what's going on. We have a Levite uh, who who was staying in the, and it says, the remote mountains of Ephraim. Uh, and he had a concubine who had ultimately had left him and went back to her father's house, uh, which if I remember right was in Bethlehem. And so after four months, uh, this Levite had went back to Bethlehem to get his concubine and take her back home, and uh, and so he goes and and gets her Naomi, he, and it's not like he forces her out of her father's house or anything. I mean, if you read the the account there in Judges, uh, it talks about how that he had stayed several nights there at her father's house, and 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 they had ate. Um, uh, meals together, what have you, but anyhow, they had left um, the city of Bethlehem, heading back home to the uh, the mountains of Ephraim, and it was becoming night, and the reason why they, it was becoming night, because if you, if you go back and you read the account, the, the father of the concubine kept putting off as far as when they were going to leave, you know, the the, the Levite had said, oh, all right, we need to head home. And the father was like, look, why don't you, won't you stay a little bit longer and, and just you know, eat, eat you a little something and, and refresh yourself a little bit longer before you hit the road. And then you know, it got too late, and so they ended up staying the night again. And then the next day, uh, the same thing happened. And But that night, or well, that evening, I guess you can say, when it was time for them to go, and the, and the father's like, nah, just stay another night, you know. And, and finally, the Levite's like, nope, we're going to go. And so they left, and that's why it was getting so late, you know, as far as when they were getting back home. Well, anyhow, it's getting late, and they were needing to stop in and rest uh, and have a place to, to stay for over the night. Well, they were passing through uh and, and I, I apologize, I don't remember the, the exact region they were passing through, but it wasn't part of the Israelite nation, though. It was a, uh, it was another nation, Gibeah, Gibeah maybe, right. Some, something to that effect. Uh, but they weren't Israelites, and so this Levite says, no, we're not going to stay here. We're going to push on through to the next town up, which I wasn't about to put that in my notes because I wasn't going to be able to try to pronounce that one either. But it was ultimately a, a tri- or a city of the tribe of Benjamin. Right? And so you had this, this town, and they, they pushed forward. And the reason why I bring that up is because they went past some other towns that were not Israelites to get to a town that was an Israelite town. It was from the tribe of Benjamin, and they went in there, and they sat in the square you waiting for someone to come and take them to their house uh, that that they may be able to stay the night that evening is what the custom would have been in that time period. And as you read along, and it talks about this old man, uh, an old farmer had come in, and, uh, and from the from the text, you read it, and it sounds like you know, he's kind of wore out, he's tired, he's been out working all day, and he comes in, and he sees them sitting at the gate or sitting in the square and asks him, and so, ultimately, he takes him to the house. But the same type of thing happened. The men of the city had come to this man's house and wanted uh, wanted them to put out this guy that he was putting up. Uh, for the. And it, if I'm not mistaken, it literally says in there that we may have sexual relations with him uh, as far as the man goes. And so, the old man puts, you know, almost in a similar situation here as far as Lot goes, says, look, here's my daughter, and here's his concubine. will not you take them? Now, it doesn't say that the daughter had went out, but it did say that the men accepted the concubine. And if you read through there, and I'm not going to try to get too graphic here, but they continued to have their way with her, in a sense, all night to where the next morning when, they, when the Levite had come out, she was... Uh, dead on the doorsteps. So we had this going on. Now, for one, I thought this was an interesting uh, one to tie into this because, for one, when we talk about this town uh, within the Benjamite uh, tribe. They wanted the man, the man, the farmer, the guy, the owner of the house had presented a woman, they accepted her. In Sodom, uh, they wanted the two men. Lot presented two women they did not accept, Uh, which to me, in my mind, makes me see that uh, uh, these men in Sodom had it in their heads so bad that they wanted the men. They didn't want the women, and also, if we look at it in the standpoint of what happened to uh the concubine in judges chapter nineteen, and we read about uh, what was what's going to be said here in just a minute as far as uh in verse nine that if it wasn't for what the angels had done, most likely all three of them lot along with the two. Angels would have ultimately died uh, because of what they would have done to them well, I mean that is the way that I mean in reality that's the way that the uh, in that time period women were always looked at uh, more of a possession than they were uh, anything else. Uh, sadly enough no comment. Uh, <laughs> but uh but yes I mean it but it's it is sad the way that they treat the women uh, in this standpoint now I've read many things as far as why lot might have had put up his his daughter as a matter of fact um, Barbara had a comment in her Bible and made mention that um, uh, in this time period it was it was it customary is that what it how it was worded, customary that you'd protect your guest at all cost, um, which I hadn't thought about that, and so that that could be, I suppose, um, it could be that he was out there and he was standing before this angry mob, wanting these men. He was just trying to try to get them away and, and and just not even thinking clearly, just throws that out there, not trying to say, trying to give him any excuses as far as what he was suggesting. And, you know, it could be that he knew that the men were not going to accept the the two daughters anyhow, but just trying to get them to think about what they were actually doing. Don't really know what his thought process was as far as when he offered up his two daughters uh, rather than the men, but that's what we have. But at the end of verse 8, uh, Lot points out clearly that this was the reason on why he wanted these two men to come within his house was because of what was happening right here. Because if they stayed in the square <coughs> of the town, then there would have been nobody there to stop them. But I feel like I've rambled for quite a bit, opened it up for any kind of thoughts or comments. I think a lot of it, in reality, has to do with what you said to begin with, as far as the way that women were looked at at that time—that they were uh, considered less than second class, in a sense—and, and and like you said, they were considered more so of of a possession rather than. Well, I mean, yes, they would. Um, I mean, this in Judges chapter nineteen we have the Levite who had went all the way back to Bethlehem <clears throat> to get his concubine and bring her back. So, I mean, it, they went out of the way for him sometimes, but as far as the way they treated him, in a sense. And I don't think all, the, all people in this time period was like that. And the reason why I say that is because in Judges 19, when you read about what the father was doing, it sounded like he had a great love for his daughter, uh, and in wanting her to basically stay as long as as long as she could. And I think that's also why the daughter might have left to go back to him. I don't know what the what the situation might have been like with that Levite or anything else. We don't know a whole lot of information uh, upon that. But there is a it, just a, so you know. In, in Judges chapter nineteen, after that, uh, there was a great war that went upon uh, the tribe of Benjamin. And the, the tribe of Benjamin actually almost was depleted after that that standpoint because of what they had done here in this town to that concubine. But just side note there. But you had well right and. But you you still had the situation in Judges 19, where that man, I mean, that guy wasn't no angel. Uh, you know, the man he was lodging, and he offered up his daughter as well to go along with the concubine. So I think it was more a standpoint of, of the way they they viewed women at the time point. But I mean, it could be that he might have known to some extent as far as what the guests were. Don't know. Well, at that point I know that he would have known. There's no doubt. But just like with Abraham, uh, when these when these men had come to Abraham, you I don't think that Abraham really knew who these men were at the beginning, but when they sat down and started eating and they started to say, Well, where's your wife, you know, Sarah? You know, and then started talking about how that she was gonna have a son, even though she was uh past the age of childbearing and and uh, that standpoint, you know, when they, when they started talking about that and then especially when they pointed out the fact that even though Sarah wasn't there and that she had laughed inside of her head and had said some things inside of her head, not even out loud to where they might have heard a whisper, but inside of her head and had repeated back to her what she had said, you know, and obviously you're, towards the end of chapter 18, Abraham knew exactly who he was talking to. Uh, because of the wording there, but, well, that could be, but they would have had to have told him that in order for him to have known that. Well, I realize that, but, I mean, even Abraham didn't know what was going to happen to the the city of Sodom until the Lord told him. So, I mean, when these men came to the city and Lot was sitting at the gate, you know, it was at that time that Lot had offered them to stay at his house. So, I mean, unless they had come to Lot, which Lot wouldn't have been the only one sitting at the gate. There'd have been many people sitting there at the gate. So I mean, it wasn't like these two men came up to the gate and says, "We're here to see how bad you are." You know. It, <laughs> so I mean, unless they they would have you know, told him at the beginning, and it said that this is the reason why you know, these men. Have come under the shadow of my roof he would have he would have decided that before they would have actually gotten into his house and in my at least in my thought you they wouldn't have really known uh, what the he wouldn't have known what the reason was unless they would have gotten behind closed doors and they would have been talking at that point but it is to my knowledge or at least my understanding that um, that it wasn't until uh, verse nine that Lot would have had any indication that these men were angels. Plus, you had the Hebrew writer had made mention of, as far as Todd uh, made mention at the beginning of chapter eighteen. You, I can't remember exactly how it was worded, but making mention of entertaining guests for unknowing, for you may unknowingly entertain angels. Uh, but that's. That was customary at the time, though, to greet any guests, to bring them into your house, to feed them. Uh, people that were passing by on the way to to feed them a meal. Yeah, I mean, we might not think of it so much in, in this time and day, but it was it was more customary back then. Jeff, do you have something? Yes. Yeah, but not to discount anything that you guys were saying. You maybe he would have had a. a, a twinkling knowledge that these were angels. But he would have had to have some kind of divine uh, inspiration knowing that these guys were angels. Uh, because the men of Sodom didn't know these guys were angels. Um, but well, well like I said I mean it, at the end of of verse 9 Lot would have had to have known these guys were from God. Because they struck him with blindness. They tell him you're get out of the city because of this, but anyhow, I don't want to belabor the point, well, it's eh, to already belabored too much, <laughs> but but anyhow, you know, uh, I guess we'll just end up picking up in, in verse 9 uh, when we come back, but um, absolutely, all right, well, our class time is pretty much up, so I appreciate all the comment and and, uh, discussion, though. Thank you very much.